Children, grandchildren, great grandchildren. Today also is the Bas Mitzvah of our Urenikal, Leah Bracha, Mayenikal. We should see from her Mirchim, great, great Nachas, Simcha, Betub, Levov, Malashim, Malashim, Shalos, Dibol, the table of the Racha. Pashas Vayechi, this Shabbos, Pashas Vayechi, Chazak. Vayechi Yaakov. Yaakov lived. And yet, what did the Pasha talk about? The Pasha talks about the demise, the passing of Yaakov. The Pasha also talks about the passing of Yosef. And pretty much the beginning of the bitter exile of Golos Mitzrayim. <laughs> and yet, it's called Vayechi. He lived. So why look at the passing as a morbid thing? When a person passes away, we celebrate their lives. We celebrate their lives, we celebrate what they existed, we celebrate what they stood for, what they stand for. Beginning with their birth. So in that case, it's only apropos to talk about birth, birthdays. A person begins the journey, embarks on the journey, not knowing where it will ever take them, whether it be Brooklyn, New York, Florida, Israel, Mexico. Ironically, we don't understand that we didn't go there because we wanted to go there. The same way we don't go into Gullahs because we wanted to go into the exile because of Gullahs. Hashem puts us where He wants us to be. And when Hashem puts us where He wants us to be, we fulfill what we need to fulfill in that place.
Sometimes it's with saying Alechayim. Sometimes it's taking in the nature. Taking in the godless habede. Standing by a sandy beach. A clean sandy beach. Where you go, if you live in Brooklyn and you have a beach, mm-hmm. it's Mehechete, as we say. It could be. Here to stand, stand at these beautiful, clear, beautiful, clean beaches. And to learn. I didn't come for that, honestly speaking. That's not what my deal was. Came to have a good time. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a plan for everything and everyone. And although many of us go through life with a silver spoon in our mouths, and everything is smooth sailing, and everything is beautiful, and our parents love us, and our parents are good to us, and they give us everything we need, and everything we want, and we go through the system, and all our siblings are happy, and everybody's happy, and everybody gets married in the right time, and everybody has children at the right time, and everything, on all cylinders, And then we have those that go through a little more of trial tribulations, a little more of a test. This isn't 100%, this wasn't 100%, that wasn't 100%. The schooling, the yeshiva, the, the, the high school, the base, the, the elementary school, the seminary, the, the, the bismedrish. And then it comes, Shidduchim. And they also, they come up with some really, really good ones sometimes. And then we look at ourselves. Who am I? What did HaKash Baruch Hu grace me with? He gave me problems with my health, Chas He gave me a solution. To fix, to band-aid, there's a solution. I can function. I can do what anyone else can do. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, I have to rely on some things that uh, nature and Teva does. Why was I given something different than anyone else? We take it, we have to use it to the good, we have to look at the good in it. Not take advantage of it. Not take it for granted. Just as the healthy person doesn't take for granted his health or her health. person needs to know each year is another shlav, another graduation from what we've had the past year. And in the world, the expression is we turn a page. Sometimes people turn a page by different ages. There's golden ages, silver ages. Mishnah itself, Pekiyavis, doesn't enumerate 10 years old, 11 years old, 12 years old, 13 years old, 22, 23. Mishnah lists off for Mishnah, Mishnah, Teda, to Mea, Mea Shana, Shishim, Shishim, Gura, 
all the other things that we have we come to we achieve then we have the words of Tana that guide us that teach us And that give us different messages. David Melech very eloquently, as we have a capital of Tehillim, every person has a capital Tehillim that's their capital. For example, if we look at the capital person turning 23 they say in capital Chav Gimel 23, Psalm 23 and here we talks about all different things that Dover Melech small little capital talks about the things that Dover Melech went through but what does he come up with what does he derive bottom line the good and the kindness that literally chased me down all my life. And I'm asking that it does, does it does just that. That it chased me down throughout my life. I'm asking Akash Baruch give me that kayach that it chased me down all my life the good and the kindness. Let all that follow me. Let everything else fall to the side. And all the different wars that Dover Melech fought, and all the different things that came up, and all the different enemies that he had, and all the different controversies controversy that he had to face, all he asked for was, When the person turns 23, they turn the page. And they turn to capital 24, Chavdalat. And they say, Yisra Barachem Eis Hashem. Lift up, lift up a blessing from a God Himself with Dokum and the And charity from the God of my salvation. But the bottom line is that Dershov, this is the generation that looks and we search for God. And we look for these good deeds. As we said before, and we look for the face of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yaakov Selo. And we are called the children of Yaakov. And therefore, it's so apropos that if someone will be turning 23, going into the 24th capital, on Pashas Vayichi, where Pashas Vayichi celebrates the life of Yaakov Avinu. And in the capital, of the new capital, they say just that. This is a generation that's requesting, that's begging, that's asking for. And it talks about all... What are we talking about? We're talking about being Zeichet to the Beis HaMikdash. 
it's referring to it, it, the references are to the generation that's going to ultimately see and build the Beis HaMikdash and therefore when a person achieves at this stage of their lives and reaches to this stage of their life where they come to a new shlav whether it be turning any other age whether it be turning as we said 23 Ach, Teiv and Chesed, Ach is Matthew 21. But Teiv and Chesed are two words, so Ach, the 21, Teiv and Chesed is two words, is 23. That it should only be good, and that the person should be blessed with only goodness and kindness. And as we live in the Pasha Vayechi, we live, Vayechi Yaakov, we live. Yaakov lived in Eretz Mitzrayim, although the Eretz Mitzrayim was Erev HaSa'aretz. And how did he live? He lived because Yehuda Shalach Lefanov, the Al-Tarebbe explained, he sent Yehuda before him to open a yeshiva, and since his children were sitting and learning Teda, and since his children were involved in mitzvahs, and since his children were following in the ways of the forefathers, this itself gave him life. This was his life. So when the person has a Yemaledis on a Yudzayin Lachedish, 17th day of the month, Yudzayin is Gematria Tev, 17 is Gematria, the numerical value of Tev, then yes, we do exactly that. We ask for Ach Tev Vachesed Yudifuni Kayimichayi. We look for the toiv, we look for the good. And HaKadosh Baruch should bless the person and all people. Whatever, whatever page you're turning, whether it be turning Bas Mitzvah, and again in Gimel, asking how long, till when, the pleads. As David Baruch even says, Ad Yaram Hello, oh, my enemies have an upper hand on me. The enemy is referring to the Eight Sahara, no more, no less. Do we have to talk about physical enemies? We have plenty of those as well, but the enemy we refer to here is the Eight Sahara. And today's Chitas, the Al-Tarab explains just that. How the person needs to take the Eight Sahara. And there's two ways of conquering. We can kill the Eight Sahara. Destroy the Yitzhara, which is some Tanoim fasted for many, many days until they were black in their teeth and etc., 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 to kill the Yitzhara. Or we can win over the Yitzhara. And we win over the Yitzhara to a level that the Yitzhara becomes the Yitzhatev as well. It also lives and dwells amongst good. And you take the total klipa out of it, the total opposite of Kedusha, and you turn it into Kedusha itself. And thereby again conquering the Yitzhara, the Yitzhara himself also only wants to do good. So whether one is turning 12 or the one is turning 23, HaKadosh Baruch should bench them with Arichas Yom Vishanim, Langi Gezunta Freilich Yorn, and they should have, as we said, Achtay Vachesed.
especially being if you want a Yitzayin Erev Shabbos, this Shabbos is Yitzayin which is Tev Gematria Tev and should only be good they should only find good they should only be able to find good in others then people should only find good in them and they should find good in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that everything HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is for the good and different milestones in life that one needs to celebrate miracles that they've been through sometimes are very very exciting milestones and sometimes are horrific most worst like the most horrific nightmares and they come to the to that day of the year a year later two years later ten years later and they remember that horrific, horrific day with the discoveries that they made about themselves, whatever the physical, mental, whatever it might have been. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in His ominous wisdom, in His ominous ways, takes care of all these things. Do we see it, B'muchesh, do we always see it on an open miracle? No. Did we all merit to see Kriyas Yamsuf officially? Did we all see Matan Teda definitely? Do we remember it? Unfortunately not. But the fact is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu only means good. So you tell me, go tell that to a Yosem whose father was 38 years old and killed in a car accident. Go tell that to the little Yassam that's looking at a picture of their father on a phone now, only to find out that the father was killed two hours earlier in the war. Look at the simcha that people have when the person comes back from the war in one piece. They literally, they, after hugging and kissing, they step back to look. Your whole, your arms, your legs, everything is in one piece, in the same place where it belongs. Do we take for granted? Not really. Not really. But do we take for granted that we wake up every morning? Nature of the person says yes. But the person that says made the ani lefanecha with kavana, with proper kavana, because today I woke up and today I started another day, embarked on another day, and I hope that Hakadosh Baruch Hu should put the right words in my mouth when I tell people what I say to people, and the right thoughts in my mind, and the right actions, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu should protect me throughout the day that everything that happens should be good, everything I say and act and do should be good, any business transactions I take part of should work well. And whatever I learn in Teda, I should be able to understand. My tefillahs that I daven should be niskabal, I shouldn't have machshavazadas, shouldn't have foreign thoughts. The different nuances, the different small 
minute factors that we live through during the course of the day that we ultimately take for granted. Understand when we say that Maidani, a person I know <laughs> at my own age, I look at myself, my Maidani is totally different than it was 40 years ago, 50 years ago. My Maidani is appreciative beyond and beyond that I woke up another day. And yes, I daven in the morning, I say the brachas birzashachar, that I should live through the day. And should live another day and another week to see another iota of nachas, to give another coin to tzedakah, to learn another word of teda, to say another pital tilim, to daven another tefillah b'tzibur. Does that make me holy? It doesn't make me holy. Not in the furthest stretch of the imagination. I simply want to try to be and do the best that I can with what I have left. Do I know what we have left? We never, nobody knows what we have left in the tank. And again, the Mishnah Pirkei says we have to live each day as if this is the last. What legacy did I leave? Only a Baruch Hu knows. I'm Barshim Zeicha, I think it's close to have given Baruch Hashem the weekly Wednesday Shir. I believe there's a few hundred Shirim. Do my children ever listen to this Shir? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. But maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Is that my inspiration? Is that why I'm doing it? Is this why I give it? No. I give it because I give this year because of being Marvitz Teda. I feel this is part of my life mission. Like when I go out today and I'll go put on film and people meet Hashem and I go out tomorrow and put on film and meet Hashem and people. <coughs> this is a life mission. Rabbi, you're not getting younger. Where are you schlepping around, going from here to there? I don't stand on street corners. But I'm filming with people. I go to offices that I know that I'm going to establish for years. But again, they're not in all one block. They're quite literally all over Brooklyn. I can't even do it in one day. Unless I just didn't work. But I can't not do that either. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Some weeks there are five, six people putting on film. Some weeks there have 18 people putting on film. And there are some times where I have 35 people putting on film. Does I, do I have to slow down? Can I slow down? I will never slow down, Mitch. Maybe she should be able to give Koyach. Maybe she can give Koyach. And another pill over here, another pill over there, for the heart, for the this, for the that. And then you have the smart people that tell you, Rabbi, if you slept a little more, maybe you'd be feeling a little stronger also. 
So I tell you again, I had the Mashpia when I was 14 years old, it told us the Rambam prescribes a person sleep eight, hour, eight, 8 hours a night. 8 hours a night, very good idea. If you live for 99 years and you slept 8 hours a night, you will have slept 33 years. 33 years you would have slept. Can you live with that? And I couldn't. And I couldn't since. I won't lie. I'll get a Friday night with eight, eight, nine hours. Ten hours even sometimes. That follows a Thursday night. So we average it out again. But it's not relevant. It's making the best of what we can for how we can and when we can. And especially on a birthday, one needs to make a haklato, one needs to make a resolution. This year I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. Whether going back to Dabani Maidiv, whether breaking myself out of a shell that I would never do, and I said I would never do it, like Dabani Mincha, making sure that I give tzedakah every day, a coin, two coins, tzedakah every day. Being Mahadr in one particular mitzvah. That's called a haklata. Taking on a hidr mitzvah. Not to talk Lashon Hara. You gotta be crazy. They gotta be crazy. That's a real, that's a real New Year's resolution. The New Year's resolution would be not to talk Lashon Hara. Because unfortunately, We don't begin to realize, if you learn Hilkas Lashon Hara, you don't begin to realize that you practically not talk Lashon Hara would mean not to talk, not to wink with your eyes, not to move your nose, not to just with your tongue. Because that in itself could be Lashon Hara already. And therefore, on this Yemaladis, if a person celebrating this week Yemaladis, Mitzvah, should have langi gezunta freyle chiyarin imala Hashem kol mishal is libam la table of raka the bas mitzvah girl anyone else this week's birthdays they should be vayichi they should have a life a very full life a very prosperous life a very happy life as Yaakov said vayichi Yaakov Yaakov was very very happy he lived for thirty vayichi is gematria thirty four. He had the 17 years Yasef until Yasef was sold that he sat and learned with Yasef. And now the last 17 years sitting in Erezgation with his children, grandchildren, watching them all sitting and studying Tera, learning Tera, his great-grandchildren. Seeing Yasef at Tzadik, seeing Ephraim Menashe, seeing how everybody is doing and following the ways of his forefathers. So at the end of the Pasha, Yaakov Avinu gathers his children and says to them, Hey Osfu, gather together, and I will tell you what's going to happen at the end of the days. He's going to, however, not fulfill this guarantee of this to reveal the ultimate future he was going to tell them literally as if he keep his score on the Yaman of Sachim 
Nunvavu Meralev tells us, Rashi tells us on the Pasuk, Bikirish the Galis Saket, he wanted to reveal to them when Mashiach is going to come. Vinistalka Mimenu Shechino, and the Shechino left from him. Shemitah Yaakov simply wanted to reveal when Mashiach will come, and Akash Baruch Hu held him back from doing it, refrained him from doing it. What was Yaakov's intention with revealing when Mashiach will come? Was he trying to get into the minds, into the heads of his children? He definitely saw there must be something beneficial by telling it to them. Question is though, Cheda, not only does it not help telling exactly when Mashiach is going to come, it can be very damaging. It can be very damaging. We live now, I live now and I will finish this year with Hashem, hopefully in Yerushalayim. But I will finish this year that we should be this very Shabbos in Yerushalayim, as I finish every year, and every Chaim of the Drush. Because this is what we anticipate, this is what we are looking forward to, this is what we want, this is what we'd like to have. And this is what we need to have already. We can no longer go through what's going on in this world in the exile. The ugly head of, of anti-Semitism is rear, rearing its ugly head again, as, this, as if it ever didn't, as if it ever stopped. But we're getting again, we're getting the wor- worst flashback than we had during World War II, or before World War II. It's even worse today because there's an international force international meaning literally throughout the entire world because today you have the interweb and on the interweb everybody could talk and everybody has a, plat- a platform and everybody has what to say and everybody has what to do and everybody has how to cook to, and to, to, to boil and to fry and to, to bring about and talk about the worst of the worst and who's worse than the Jews Who's worse than the oppressors? Look how they're attacking, look what they're doing to the poor innocent Palestinians. They didn't use the word oppressors. I forgot the word they use. But this is rampant. And now it reared its ugly head in all the universities. Jewish students in universities are scared for their lives. This is all repetition. We've had this only 80 years ago. A mere 80 years ago, 90 years ago, <laughs> where the Jews were very popular in great place 
had a great amount of influence everywhere. And all of a sudden, a key got turned here, a key got turned there, another, someone said something about them, and another thing, another thing turned and turned and turned. And Achmanolot's not the Yidin that were intermarried. Their spouses gave them away to the Nazis with no problem. Oh, you're looking for a Jew? He's in there. She's in there. The spouse that they had married, they had loved. Achmanolot's Because the halach is Ace of Seinal Yaakov, and that doesn't change. So knowing that Chassashon Golis is going to tardy thousands of years as it is and as it, as it has from the revelation that Yaakov Avinu wanted to reveal to his children till today. Although there were so many times where the straw could have broken the camel's back <coughs> and because of a certain thing would have happened Mashiach would have come as we heard stories and stories upon stories the Baal Shem from this one, from that one. Mashiach should have been here hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But in the end game, we are here today. Tovshin Pei Dalid, Pashas Vayechi, Tes Vov, Teves, in Golos. We need to open our eyes and see the Gula. We need to open our eyes and hear Mashiach's voice. But at the moment, we're in the darkness. What kind of effect would that have had on the children saying, you're never going to see the goals, the Mashiach. You'll come back then, but you're not living to it. So it brought total, total havoc. They would have just given up. Yaakov wants to put his, his children in such a situation. Yaakov want to plant such a problem in his children's minds? That's for sure. Never. We need to understand there's two ways Mashiach will come. Keep me scoring home with your mother and son, Heather and Samachesim and Aleph. Tells us, Zachu, if they merit, Achishana. If the Jews are all meritous, it will come immediately, Mashiach will come immediately. Laizachu, Biasa. If they're not, Zecha, it will come. Which means to say, That there's a time, a deadline, shall we say, when Mashiach has to come. Even if the Jews will not be fit for it. Mashiach will come then. But if the Jews apply themselves and work on it and do what they need to do and make it happen, it will happen Achishana. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu will bring Mashiach way before that prescribed time.
It says in Isaiah, Kishis al Around 6,000 years the world can exist without Mashiach. After that, the world can no longer exist without Mashiach. Um, what does it mean around 6,000 years? Again, you're giving me numbers, but you're not giving me a number. So, it's brought down. Meishu Rabbeinu Davim to the Ebesh, they wanted to go into Yisrael. Says Vaschanan el Hashem beisa he leimer. Vaschanan is gematria five hundred fifteen. You need to take out a calculator for this one. Meishu was talking in the year two thousand four hundred eighty-eight, as he was about to pass away. And we know that was the year he passed away because in the year 2448 he took the Eden out of and they went 40 years in the Midbar, so now we're at 2488. 515, Moshe is implying that a cycle of a Jewish year, a Jewish era, is Shemitah. Seven years. There were a lot of work on fields, seventh day we have to rest, seventh year we have to rest, Shemitah. So Moshe is saying, 515 Shemitahs, the world could still exist without Mashiach. At that point, the world can no longer exist if Mashiach Hashem does not come. Which would make it then the year 6093. Do the math. 7 times 515 plus 2488. You got it. 6093. Sure, most of you can do that in your head. Yaakov Avinu did not want to tell his children exactly when the end of mankind is for the Gula. That time will come. Regardless, his intention was to tell them a different era, closer, much, much closer, in which they could bring the Gula if they merit. It's possible, very possible. At this moment, could be in a minute or two or ten or ten years or tens of years decades after he passes away so how does this all work we see the gula has yet to come we see that in our in our dark eyes we're still in gullus So this in itself is what Yaakov is telling us. If Yaakov you know, would have revealed to his children the kets that when it would come, and it would be able to come at that particular time, although he was not allowed to gather the kets, he held up the Yula until our days. 
But if we know that the Geula was so close, if the children knew that the Geula was imminent, any moment, they would be so much more careful and meticulous in their works, in the way they behave. And they would be Zeicha, they would merit the Geula in that very moment. The just the mere simple knowledge that Geula is so close and so tangible, that in itself would give them that extra strength, that extra oomph, that extra push, that extra drive to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the way He should, the way we should act amongst ourselves, between ourselves, not to Hashem hold back the Geula. And we would not have to be tortured at least thousands of years in Golos. The intention of Yaakov exactly was that. And therefore he wanted to reveal to his children the cats, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu held him back. And the completion of this Aveda is when a person serves his Creator in his own Kachis, with all the boundaries of the world, the revelation of Yaakov was tainted, shall we say, in the Shlema Saveda. But one needs to enter this, to fix this in their lives. Within their lives, so that in the outside of the world and the, wor- the world around us, that we can make the world that much better of a place and to fix everything. But that's not the Kavana. Therefore, the Stalka Shkina. Shkina left. Whereas Yaakov himself knew to reveal the Ketz, it would be a Pagam in the Shneimus HaVeda. It would be a flaw in the full service of Yidin to the Ebishter. But he wanted to still enforce this. He wanted to still bring this about in the best way possible to get us out of Golas. Even if it was the Shleimus HaVeda, this was the ultimate completion of Aveda, of service to Hashem. However, HaKadosh Baruch wanted the Geula should be in a complete form, in a complete fashion. And thereby, seeing to it and thereby seeing to it that Avram, that Yaakov Avinu teaches exactly how it should be taught.
the request of a tzaddik is not just thrown, as we say in America, under a bus. The request of the tzaddik is something that lives forever. And a Jew needs to require, needs to ask from HaKadosh Baruch Hu Jew needs to ask from HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring the Gula made of Yemenu. And this request is this in itself helps out to bring this forth. And we see B'muchash we need to say, and every Jew needs to say, Hine, Hine, Mashiach Ba. Mashiach is at the precipice. Mashiach is at the door. Mashiach is any moment entering. And therefore, we need to allow Mashiach to get in. We need Mashiach to allow, let him into the door. And this awakens within itself that it shouldn't refrain, shouldn't hold back the Gula even one moment. What was Yaakov actually thinking? What brought about here the Golas that he was about to discuss with his children, the Golas of Mitzrayim? As we said, he wanted to reveal to them the kids. When Meshe Rabbeinu told the Evishta, I need to, and the Evishta said to him, reveal, redeem the Jews from Mitzrayim, he said, who should I say is calling? And HaKash Baruch told him the name Eye, Aleph Hey Yud Kei. This is the name that you should tell them. This is Gematria, the word Eye, I will be, I was sent by the person I will be, it's 21. When the Ache Yasef sold Yasef, the brothers sold Yasef, there were 10 people involved. 10 times 21 is 210, which is 210 years in the time. However, according to Yaka's calculation, Reuven was by him, Binyamin was by him, and Yosef was sold, and he only had 12 children. So in his math, 12 minus 3 is 9. And therefore, Bikish Yaakov the Galus is a Ketz. Ketz. He wanted to redeem the Ketz. Ketz meaning the end of the days, but Ketz is Gematria 190. That the conclusion of 189 years, 190th year, they would go out of Golis. However, Rashi tells us, Nistalka Mimeno Hashchina. The Shchina left from him. What does that mean even? Why does that, why did that affect him? Why did Shchina have to leave? Why didn't he just lose his Ruach HaKadish? Why didn't he just say that the Holy Spirit that rested upon him to tell him, to show him 
how and what the, the end of the word, end of the goal is to be, why can't you say that's what left? Why did I say the Shechina left? So the explanation to that is simple. He thought there's only nine people involved. He didn't realize the tenth person they were Mustafa was the Shechina, the Eibishter. And since the Shechina was the tenth one, so there were ten people involved, ten involved in, not ten people, ten involved in the Mechidus Yosef. And, as we said, Eye, the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Gmatia 21. So 10 times 21 is 210. So the Stalkim and Ashkina, he didn't realize that the Shechina was part of this whole plan, this plot, as we call it, and therefore did not realize that the goal is to be 210 years and not 190th. Pash Vayichi and Chumash Bereshis, as we said, this week is Chazak. Ends off with the passing of Yesuf HaTzadik. Pasik tells us that he was put in a, in a box in Mitzrayim. Coffin. Let's, let's think about it. We're going to say after that, Chazak, Chazak, when it's Chazak, with a great joy. <laughs> Seriously. Yosef died and was put in an a coffin. We scream, Chazak, Chazak, when it's Chazak. How exciting. Little off color, shall we say. Keep me score at home. Taste is the end of Masechtas Nida. Based on Yimara Brachis Lamral from Ralev. There's a klal. It says the Messiah Mbetev. We finish with a good thing. So finish a few that took him before that. Why are we leaving him off the Pasuk? Why are we finishing off the Pasuk? That he died, say that he lived for 110 years, and he saw children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. The Chumash is talking about he passed away, like what it talks about the rest of the brothers, the whole, all, the children, all the children of Yaakov died, it says in the Shemais. So why finish off a Chumash? The same B'tayv, finishing with a good thing, with the fact that he died, and this was screaming out, Chazak, Chazak, with a joy. Yes, we have to say in that case, that the passing of Yosef, passing away, <coughs> was directly connected with the most inner way, the inner fact, fact of the entire essence of the Chumash Bereshis. The general difference between Sefer Bereshis for the rest of the Chumashim, Sefer Bereshis almost looks like a storybook. Talks about our forefathers, talks about Neach, talks about our forefathers, talks about the Shvatim, everything they went through. (laughs) 
This is all a preparation for the building and the and the existence of the Jewish nation. Others what I'm saying. This is Am Yisrael. This is what Am Yisrael is all about. Once they were made, this is how they were made into a nation. Sefer Bereshit starts off with the creation of the world. And we have the first Rashi, it says, Amar Abi Yitzchak. The truth is, the Tehidah should have started with the first mitzvah. It's Tehidah teaching us the mitzvahs. And the mitzvah is But rather, it decided to take on the whole creation of the Briyasa Elam, etc. So that the other nations should never be able to say, or doubt that the world was created because of the Jews. Also, by showing the whole history of how the land was purchased and everything was given to the Abish gave to our forefathers and promised to our forefathers, the nations cannot confront us like they are doing today, saying we stole the land. By teaching us that the world was created by Akadosh Baruch Hu, and this is Bereshit's Baralikim, and how everything evolved, etc., teaches us everything belongs to Akadosh Baruch Hu. And he did and gave to whom he wants. And therefore he took from this and gave to that, etc., and gave us back our land. It is a clear fact. Tata would not alter the order which was written just to clarify the doubt that the non-Jews would have. But rather, it needs to have a very strong basis to us as Yidin. The other nations also know about how we are the chosen nation of Akash Baruch and our special Tafkid. What's their complaint? Because of that, that the Jews need to be involved in Avedis Hashem. And not to try to gain and conquer and say that the physical world is theirs. Not in a nation, they're a nation like other nations. They don't have, they don't become landowners like all the other nations. The basic taina is you belong serving God, you're the chosen people. What do you do with physical, mundane, worldly things? 
tells us the Tera Kola Oret Shalakhaj Baruch Hu the whole land, the whole world belongs to the Ebishta. <coughs> Even the lands belonging to Hashem. And we have to go into this, we have to bring within this the light of Kedusha. And this is all through the Jewish nation. By the Jewish nation living, existing, owning, they are elevating and bringing all these things to Kedusha. With this point, Chumash Bereshis begins. And with this it finishes. The Aaron of Yosef stayed in Mitzrayim. The, Ar- the coffin of Yosef stayed in Mitzrayim. Not like Yaakov who went straight to Ezzel and was buried in Ezzel. He said, don't leave me here at all. Why? So the Jews should know the Aaron is here and it's not going to stay here. It has to be buried in Ezzel. The only way it's going to be buried in Ezzel is when you leave from this land. So as long as they knew that in the water, down below, was Yosef's Aaron. They didn't go scuba diving to find it, but they knew it, and the generations told the generations of just that. That gave them the hope and the life, the, the ray of the ray, ray, sun of ray, the ray of sun, ray of light, to teach them, to show them, to give them the strength that they're going to get out of this goals. And this Aran, therefore, is the symbol of the strength that gives us while we are in the Golos. And that's why the Pasuk finishes off the Bereshis, the one that talks about the preparation of the Jewish nation, how the Jewish nation lives and exists in the world and keeps the world existed. It gives a Kerach to all the Jews to involve themselves in Kedusha, even in Golos, we have to involve ourselves in all the different sanctity mitzvahs and tainah mitzvahs. Even mitzrayim, which is, means the boundaries in which we are restrained, restricted in. And this the kayach of the Jew to be able to overcome all of the hardships of Golas and to bring about the Gula, Amitis, Vashlema, Yidei, Mashiach, Tzitkenu, this very Shabbos to be in Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim. And again, we'd like to say happy birthday to those people that have birthdays this week and every other week and all the birthdays that come about and to know and to be blessed with Arichas Yom and Veshanam Langi Gizunta Freyda Chiyarn Techbrias Nechena with good health and proper health and everything that Akash Baruch Hu wants them to have for good should always be for good and revealed good with no doubts, no hiccups and they should be able to see the Gula Mitis Vashlema Yedei Mashiach Tzidkenu the Shabbos Shabbos to all.